0: Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast, episode number 180, that's 180, unbelievable, Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers! and as always folks, if you haven't checked out our previous episodes, make sure you do so, that means we got 179 previous episodes of awesomeness content to help you live your best kickin' life, and what is a kickin' life, well I kind of explained a little bit in that intro there you heard, but, for our new listeners, let me dive in a little bit deeper. And for our friends that listen every single show, every single week, you know what this is, but it's always a good reminder. A kicking life is more than just a good life or a great life or an awesome life. Man, it's kicking life's butt. It's cashing checks, taking names. Yeah, baby, rolling it out. Meaning, hey, I'm not about, you know, the world's not all sunshine and rainbows. I'm not about blowing fluff at you. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be sincere. I'm going to be grateful, very grateful for your time. And by being grateful for your time, I'm going to give you everything I've got each and every week. Because not if, but when, life kicks your butt when life knocks you down, as it's going to. I mean, that's just all. There. I wish I could lie to you and say it'll never happen. But you know it's going to. It's it's probably happened uh, more times you'd like to remember. Heck, it might be happening right here, right now, today, as you're listening to this. And this is the show that's going to lift you back up to get you back on your feet. As this Rocky says, nothing hits harder than life. And it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how much you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Yeah. And we're all winners. That doesn't mean everybody gets a trophy. (laughs) But we're all winners if we learn from the experiences. If we learn from what knocked us down and we get back up. Now, if we don't learn and we keep getting knocked down by the same thing, we need to dive into that a little bit and think about what in the heck's going on here. Maybe I need to change something about my life. Maybe I need to change something about the folks, the people I surround myself with. Maybe I need to change my job. Yeah. But it all starts with accepting the fact that you are in control of you. So your attitude, what you bring to the table, what you plant in your mental garden, your mind's garden, that is going to determine if you win at life or you don't. And sure, things happen. They happen all the time. They really, really do. But the right hook of reality is... It all boils down to you. Yeah, I know that's a hard hitter for some folks, especially those that are fighting a battle right now. You might be saying, look, kicking life guy, you don't understand my problems. And I don't. I do not understand your problems. Well, you, I mean, you don't understand my problems. How oh, you like that? Bang! <laughs> right back at you. We've all got our problems. But something I often say, and listeners of the show hear it all the time, it's a great reminder. If we took all our problems and threw them in a pile, and we, with all our friends and acquaintances and everybody else, we would see the battles others are fighting, I almost bet you would take your problems back and say, you know what, maybe my problems aren't so bad. And that's basically what the show is about today. This is part two of our four-part series. And we just finished a four-part series um, last month, fantastic content. You'll have to check those out. And then the month before that, it was all about bully-proofing. So just continuing to evolve with these series, which are working out extremely well. A lot of great feedback, and I really appreciate it, folks. Keep sending those, uh, uh, your thoughts, even your suggestions and requests. This way, that way I can talk about, you know, maybe something that's uh, ailing you or maybe something I can throw into the show that's going to help you uh, in, in another way live your best kick in life. So today, part two is self uh, of self, the series. Tongue tied here. Part two of the series: self respect and self discipline is having a positive mental attitude. And the two ways, the two best ways to have a positive mental attitude, are to have an attitude of gratitude and to be a good finder. Now, those things are, and I, I'm going to listen to me here. Those things are extremely easy to do. But of course, you know, the things that are easy to do are also what easy not to do. Yeah, that's what makes it so doggone tough. It is. It's like, well, gosh darn, it's so simple. And and like people all the time I run into at speeches and at conferences and just, you know, at the local deer bugs or even at our martial arts academy, they'll say, man, you make it sound like it's so easy. Well, that's kind of what I'm on the podcast here. That's what I'm here to do. But I'm also here to remind you just because it sounds easy and just because I can say it's easy doesn't mean it's easy. I'm fighting my own battles, too. And the reason I talk about these things, generally the things I talk about the most are the battles that I'm having the hardest time with, the things I'm fighting the most. There you go. And at first I thought, man, I, I'm talking about this stuff, I'm like a hypocrite because I'm still working on this stuff. And my mentors constantly remind me, and yes, I've got mentors, I've got coaches, i got people I call for advice and suggestions. Why? Because everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs something, someone to remind you to keep doing what you're doing. Someone you can talk to has been there, has done that, has fought some of the same battles you're fighting. Yeah, they're going to help you. They're going to save some time. Instead of you trying to figure out the process yourself. It's much easier to have directions to your goal, to your destination, to be a winner at whatever capacity in life that you want to be a winner at. It's much easier to have the directions and the roadmap than it is to try and explore it all on your own. Now, you're still going to make your mistakes. But man, oh man, listen to podcasts like this one listen to other motivational podcasts and informational videos on on YouTube and surrounding yourself with with mentors and champions and people that have been there that have done that are going to shave so much time off. I read something recently, and I, I posted it on my page, and if you're not following my page, uh, on Facebook, we've got Kickin' Life with Master Grogan page. We've got Live Your Best in Life, which is a group. Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan, which is a group. Check those babies out. Check them out. Every single day, something positive uh, will put on those pages. And, you know, it also carries along that right hook of reality. What, what I mean by that is it's, it, it's real. It's in your face. And sometimes people get offended by it. That's not my goal to offend anybody. But it's also not my goal to lie to anybody either. I think you should be more offended by somebody lying to you <laughs> than someone trying to help you. My grandma used to tell me all the time, she'd say, Richie, if you're offended by everything, Maybe God's trying to tell you something. Maybe you should look in the mirror because maybe you got something to be offended about. Boom! That was a right hook of reality before the right hook of reality ever existed. (laughs) So, anyway, I mentioned the grandma, she passed away in 2011. Love you, Grandma, and uh, the things you've done for me in my life. uh, I'm still passing those messages on today to now thousands upon thousands of listeners and viewers of our our video blogs. And our video blogs are on our um, YouTube channel, which is, what is it, youtube.com, kickin' life, Master Grogan. It's all one word there, so check that thing out as well. And then on Instagram, that page is continuing to grow. That is just kicking life, K I C K I N L I F E. So check that uh, Instagram out. Once again, every day starts with something positive, motivational, something uh, spiritual. Uh, I'm a Christian, so I throw different Christian quotes up there. I'm a huge follower of Tim Tebow, who's a total rock star in so many ways. It's uh, it's my goal to have him on the show in the very near future. So I'm kind of reaching out to his people, and he's extremely busy with everything he's doing, uh, the Tim Tebow Foundation is absolutely fantastic, it's something that our martial arts academy, uh, every month, 100% of our, our uh, what is it, our concession sales, you know, we got a Keurig there and we got some water and some uh, like pretzels and uh, snacks and stuff for the kiddos there, anyway, a- every bit of that, 100% of the concession sales goes to the Tim Tebow Foundation, the TTF as he likes to call it and it's a wonderful foundation, so anyway, back to the show here kind of circling back around. The, the show today is a follow-up, kind of like I said, it's, a, it's part two of the four-part series, and today we're going to talk about not only having a positive mental attitude, but having an attitude of gratitude and being a good finder. So what do those things mean? Well, they mean something different to everybody, but I'm just going to give you a couple definitions of what they mean to me and the areas that I'm kind of working on to improve. And my goal with the show, what? We're, we're a tribe, man. We're a tribe. We're a tribe of kicking lifers, and our goal is to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by empowering one another, picking each other up when we need it. Yeah, not burying people, not putting everybody down to make ourselves feel better. That never makes you feel better. Finding the good in a situation, having an attitude of gratitude, surrounding yourself with the right people, planting the right seeds in your mental garden. So here's a couple of examples. An attitude of gratitude, you know, it. And of course, once again, you can explain it any way you want, but here's what I think it really means, is finding the good and appreciating your life, the things you have, and the things that people do for you. We're in this together. Now, sure, maybe on your way to work today, some jack wagon cut you off, and you got all mad and frustrated. Well, here's the deal. That took 10 seconds of your life. Now, it doesn't condone the fact that they did it, but we really don't know the battles they're fighting, right? Who knows? Maybe their child was in an accident. Maybe they're rushing to the hospital. Yeah, maybe they're having a bad day and you just happen to be in the path of the storm. Or maybe they're just a jerk. I don't know. But all I know is if we hold on to that, we're no longer having an attitude of gratitude. We're not thinking about, man, you know what? At least I've got a car. I've got a radio so I can listen to the Kicking Life podcast. I've got my phone. I've got a job. I've got a house. I've got my kids. I've got something to eat. That's not always easy to do. Especially if you're running late. Especially if you, you, know, the 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 frustration sometimes compounds. Right, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and before you know it, you blow your top. I get it. And maybe that person that cut you off, maybe that's where they're at right now. But I want you to do your best to let it go, because if you don't, an event that took ten seconds is going to consume your whole day. When you get to work, you're going to be talking about it. Oh, these people are maniacs. Are Out in front of me, gosh darn it, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Oh my gosh, look what's going on. Look at social media, look at the news. Once you start focusing on negativity, more and more negativity is going to start appearing. It's just how it works. So, a good finder kind of ties right along with the attitude of gratitude. Good finder means you look for the good in all the people in your life and all the situations. Now, you might be saying, How in the world can I find the good? And some jack that cut me off and nearly wrecked into me. How can I find the good in that? Well, the good is, maybe you're not living their life. Maybe their life is going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know. They're fighting battles we know nothing about. And maybe they are just a jerk. But the good is, that's not you. So be grateful you're not that person. You're not that jerk. Of course, that's easy for me to say. When it happens to me, is it easy for me to do? It's getting easier. It's getting better. Why? Because I talk about it and I think about it more. Let me give you another example to be a good finder. So we recently had, uh, well, sometimes it happens in, uh, uh, I don't know, things compound, like I mentioned. We had a leak at the Martial Arts Academy, and it, we'll get there, and I'm, I can fix basic things when I need to, but I need to learn, and I'm getting better at it, and maybe this is a great message for some of you out there. I need to focus my time and energy on the things that I'm good at, my specialty. Because when I focus my time and energy on things that I'm not very good at, all I do is end up wasting time and it ends up costing me more. (laughs) Now, at first, when I first started the business off, I was a one-man band. I had to do everything. Maybe you're starting a business and you got to do everything. Maybe right now finances are tough, so you got to try and save a few dollars. and, And I get it. I was trying when I found out the leak was a hot water heater. I was trying to save a few hundred bucks. I said, oh, I can replace the hot water heater. I can do that. Well, I spent right about five, five and a half hours now, and the dang thing still isn't replaced. I got the old one out, but I found out it was um, all corroded and rusted. It was full of water. Water got everywhere. I'm trying to empty it out. It's up in the attic in our martial arts academy. So that process that, you know, my mind, should have taken a half an hour. That took over two and a half hours. The hoses and the pipes wouldn't come off. It was just one thing compounded into another and then we got it off there, and then I couldn't lift the thing down because it was still full of rusty water in there, dumping that out, made a mess of everything. <laughs> yeah, you know where it's going, right? We've all done that. So I have to stop because I'd only, I don't know, I thought maybe maybe an hour max. Here I'm two and a half hours into this project, and I'm behind on everything else. So i we have our, our back home. We're having our new floors laid in our, uh, in our main floor of our house. So with that, the guy's going to show up a day early. I hadn't planned on that during the week, so I had to adjust a few things. And I've got the, I don't say the flexibility to do it, but I was able to move a few things around on the schedule. Of course, the extra hour and a half for the hot water heater did not help, but it, it is what it is. But that thing, I had to kind of leave as is. Which meant I would have to go to Lowe's or Home Depot or someplace and buy another hot water heater. I get that bought and find out the uh, <laughs> all the, uh, what do you call them there, the extension pieces and things that I thought came with a hot water heater didn't. So it was another trip back to Lowe's. So the time is just, just compounding on this thing. Anyway, the four guys are coming early. So I got to get the toilet up. I got to move the toilet and I got to move all the desk and furniture and everything out. Which, I mean, it is what it is. Got to do those things. So the toilet going to get it up it should be a simple task right no <laughs> i can't shut the water shutoff valve it's seized up get some wd-40 sprayed on there and of course now it's slick hand slips off and bang my knuckles on the side of the toilet and you know thumb smashed and bleeding i still got to get it done well in the midst of trying to take off once i get the hot the water off taking off the uh i don't know tube that runs up to the toilet it's seized up so i'm torquing on it and what do i do i break the thing the plastic piece that falls down in there Now water's splashing all over the place. This thing's broken. And then I go lift the toilet up, and it pulls up the whole flooring area, the piece that had it on the floor. like, son of a gun. But my point is, these things compound. And then what do I do? I finally get the toilet picked up. I'm carrying it out, and I slip on toilet water, (laughs) smash it into the wall, and uh, uh, I don't know, slip something in my neck, slip the disc. I'm, I'm starting to get ticked, right? Why? It's compounding get that thing out, trying to move the desk, break the leg off of a desk. i got these mover things, these piano hauler, mover, whatever the heck it is. The straps aren't working right. I'm bringing all this up, folks, because I know we've all experienced this. One thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And it's like, son of a gun, will anything go right? Well, when that seed was planted, did anything go right? Heck no. Things kept getting worse. Now that doesn't mean cuz I was think I can think positive that I'm not going to break the leg off the table or that I'm not going to slip in toilet water and slip a disc. Yeah, you know, all the positive thing in the world wouldn't change that. But all I know is the more frustrated I got, the less patience I had and more things tend to go wrong, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you, I lost it a little bit. I did. Not good. And then I find out my daughter's made some poor choices, so I kind of talk to her about it. And being a teenage girl, she's a beautiful, wonderful young lady. She does such amazing, far better than I could have ever dreamed of being as a teenager. Oh, my gosh. But I want her to be better than me. Well, she gets a little bit of an attitude, so now we're going back and forth at each other. And I'm thinking, what in the gosh darn, sang- what's going on here? Now, we've all experienced that. I tell you that because, like I said, life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. But what I allowed to happen, I started thinking, is everything gonna go wrong? This leads to this, leads to this. I start focusing on the negative, and more negative keeps happening. I'm out of patience now, I'm frustrated. And of course, what is uh, uh, Clint Eastwood say? A man's got to know his limitations. Yeah, and when you get to the point where your limitations are stretched, that's when you need to shut down. that's when you need to take a breath. that's when you need to count your blessings have an attitude of gratitude be grateful and thankful that we have the finances to to put a new floor in something that was long overdue but we're able to do that. be grateful that I, I've got the ability to do the things I can do like you know lift the toilet up even though it was a pain in the butt yeah. To move the desk out of the way because I've got the, you know, my arms and legs work fine, the strength, even though I slipped the disc <laughs> with the darn toilet. But be grateful to the things I have. Be grateful that I've got, my kids are healthy. Be grateful that my wife puts up with me and all my nonsense and is still there to help and support me. When you start looking at those things, it took me a little bit because I was so engulfed in, I hate to say self-pity, but I don't know any other way to call it. And, and the problem with pity parties, folks, Nobody brings gifts, man. You have a party, you want some gifts and fun. All they bring is more pity. Yeah, and it compounds. Now you got a little pity war going on. Who's got it worse? And I can say, and the weather, it was sleet and rain outside, and gosh darn it, and then the garage was a mess, and then stepping out in the garage, the darn step, it wiggled and uh, nearly dropped the desk, and yeah, all those things happened. But when I stopped, I took a breath, and I realized that I'm <laughs> raising my voice at my daughter. And, you know, I, I have zero tolerance for disrespect. But, and she was being a little disrespectful. But I kind of started all of it. If I would have taken a breath earlier, if I would have looked for the good earlier, I wouldn't have been as short and as frustrated with her. She's just being a teenager. She screwed up. She made a poor choice. And it's very minor compared to the goof-ups I made. But in the midst of the frustration, in the midst of losing my attitude of gratitude, I made some poor choices. And I'm sure that connects and that resonates with thousands of you out there. But when I stopped and I took a breath, took a second to breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth, things I've been talking about for 35 years, (laughs) things I tell students, things I tell people during speeches, things I often need to remind myself of, but sometimes we forget those things, and that's what I mean when I say things are so simple to do, and the things that are so simple to do are also simple not to do. You just forget about them in the midst of it. Attitude of gratitude. Be a good finder. Try and find the good in different situations, and if you do, it's going to help you uh, from getting to that level of frustration when you make poor choices, when you break some stuff, right? Yeah. So anyway, I started off with a little story there because I think you can connect with that, but I want to kind of continue on on thinking about what we can do to 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 find or have that attitude of gratitude, to have that positive attitude, but find things to be thankful for, to be grateful for, to be a good finder. So c- closing that out, it took the uh, floor, guys. Three days instead of the two that we had anticipated, because once they got in there, we found we had three subfloors. What the heck's that all about? I don't know. So it took a little longer with that, but we got her done, and the floors look absolutely fantastic. And I look back, and I look at myself and think, what a fool. What a fool I was to allow something so silly, something so mundane to get me so frustrated. Yeah. So what did I learn from it? Well, yesterday at the academy, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this hot water heater hooked up. I'm going to do it. I get up there. I got all the fittings, all the pieces. I think I got everything ready, set to go. Well, I was wrong. The hot water here's a different size. So this copper tubing that goes up into this, I don't know what, I guess some kind of release valve or something. Like I said, I'm not all that technical on that stuff. I don't have the equipment for it. I don't have the solder. I don't have the torch, propane torch. I don't have the ability to cut the copper tubing. It's been an hour, and I just stopped. And I said, you know what? I'm getting frustrated here this is not good. This is not what I do. I need to focus my time on doing what I do, which is inspiring and empowering people to believe in themselves, which is helping kids at the academy that are being bullied around. Yeah, being bullied, severely bullied. We had, unfortunately, just a few weeks ago, uh, a kid at school who's, I guess, I don't know, a known troublemaker. He's been suspended three times already this school year. Well, one of our kids he, this kid was calling him names, I mean, pretty harsh names, um, very derogatory names. And this is 6th and 7th and 8th grade. Anyway, the kid ignored the, the, the bully. That's A of the ABCs of bully proof. To avoid it, just ignore that nonsense. Know that his opinion of you is not the reality. I always tell kids, uh, what's the value of a $100 bill? It's $100, right? What if I crinkle it up in my hand? What if I throw it on the ground and stomp on it and rub it in the dirt? What if I spit on it? What if I tear it? What's what's the value of a hundred dollar bill? Even though I've done all those things, it's still a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Well, regardless of what somebody says about you, somebody's opinion of you is not your reality. Their their lack of knowledge towards you (laughs) should tell you all you need to know, but it's hard. Anyway, get ignored this other kid. And as he walks off He should have been a little more aware of his backside, but, you know, gosh darn, he's 11 years old, 12 years old. This kid jumps on his back and starts wailing on him. Yeah, well, he had a buddy who actually pulled this kid off of him and kind of got in between the two. And the crazy thing about it, and I don't want to go into all kinds of detail on it because I'm kind of losing my path on the good finder stuff. But the kid that pulled the other kid off his back. He didn't do anything else. He just pulled him off and then stood in the way until somebody got a teacher. Well, the kid that pulled the other kid off his back, and the kid who got attacked, got the same punishment as the bully who jumped on their back. It was insane. I had to have, I had long talks with well, I didn't have talk with the bullies' parents. I don't. I would like to to trying to help this kid out, but they they didn't seek out my. Uh, didn't seek me out but students at our academy that the one was a hero i thought for helping out his, uh, this this kid his buddy of his they were frustrated the parents were you know was, how in the world can they get the same thing well the school district's policy is anybody that puts their hands on another student gets the same punishment and i thing goes, was wait a minute this kid's been suspended three times obviously there's a problem going on here and where were the teachers at but anyway that goes all into it but i'm gonna tell you the, the good thing i found about this the good finder piece was that we've empowered this other kid to be a hero, to step in. No one else did. No one else did. Everybody just watched this kid getting pummeled. And this kid had the courage and confidence to step in there, fully knowing he was going to get suspended, which is ridiculous, but it is what it is. But the good finder was we were able to work with these kids on some different strategies about awareness and about defending themselves. We would talk about it all the time, but by spending that little extra time not only with those two, but in class, it helped empower a few others just to remind them these things happen yeah and to remind parents look we're going to give you kids the tools but they got to be willing to use the tools they got to believe in themselves so the good on that was obviously it was a terrible thing that happened kid wasn't hurt I mean he he, he was scared but by working those few extra minutes with him and, uh, and talking about help you know being a hero is is, is standing up for others especially those who can't stand up for themselves so we found the good in the in the situation there there you go looking for it I know sometimes it's kind of tough to find that silver lining. But if we dig deep enough, we can. Okay, well, moving on. I definitely got sidetracked on a little bit of those things. But I wanted to kind of paint a picture of different things for you to see and some things you can relate to and connect to. And that's kind of the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know, transparent as I can be. I'm going to tell you what the battles I'm fighting. I'm going to tell you when <laughs> my daughter and I get into an argument and I should be more of an adult. Why? Because I'm still learning too and i know there's there's millions of us out there that are fighting these same battles but if collectively we work together we share our ideas share our stories share things that are working for us we're going to do it we're going to make society a happier healthier and safer place to live and wouldn't it be better if people were happier instead of cranky all the time and frustrated all the time and stressed out of their mind all the time yeah and healthier if we make the right choices of getting up doing a little bit of exercise you know a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing if we make the right choices with our, 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 our nutrition, our meal intake, eat till we're only 80% full, until eating till we're stuffed, man, you're happier and you're healthier. It's going to make society safer. How is it going to make society safer? Because happy, healthy people aren't bullying one another, aren't being rude, mean, and disrespectful. They're not going into schools and shooting them up. No. And it makes society safer. And when you're feeling better, You're gonna you're gonna make society safer because you're not gonna lose your cool. You're not gonna blow up at the smallest little things. And if you do, learn from it. Don't do it again. Find the good. All right. Well, I really learned my lesson this time. If you say that, make sure you did. But that's finding the good. Okay. So I've got a couple more examples for you. But uh, before I get to those, I always want to remind you to check out everything we we have online. I know I said it before, but I want to say it again because we can all use a daily inspirational boost. I encourage you to not only listen to this podcast, but to share it with somebody else who could benefit from this message. Why? We're building that tribe. The more people that are happier and healthier, the more society is going to be safer. And everyone wants to feel good about themselves. No one likes, I mean, we don't, nobody likes I don't like it when I feel yucky, 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 <laughs> when I feel bad, when I feel down, a little bit of anxiety and depression and stress, we all go through it. But that's why we work together. Yeah, that's why I do this show. That's why I do so countless hours of research so I can bring you the best content. That's why my Audible account, I got 385 books in there. And the current book I'm listening to is um, This is the Day by Tim Tebow. Holy smokes. Fantastic. Matter of fact, since I brought that up, I took a couple notes on uh, some, some passages that are just outstanding from the book. One is, um, and Tim's talking about some struggles he had in his life. Once again, trying to find the good finder, the attitude of gratitude, trying to find the silver lining. Why? Because if you focus on the negative, and I'm going to give you a drill in just a little bit here on uh, um, what what you focus on magnifies and what you think about, it brings into your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is going to constantly chew on it. I'll get to that in just a sec, but I want to tell you this couple passages I wrote down. Tim talked about um, oftentimes he would say that he knew God and he trusted himself, which is good you know knowing god and trusting yourself that's good stuff he said but what he found out along his journey was it should have been the other way around he should have been knowing himself but trusting god backwards you know instead of knowing god and trusting himself that he could do everything he needs to know god oh, I'm sorry know himself first and then trust god's going to get him through the process and i thought that was solid it's like whoa yeah and another one he kind of mentioned about the, being a good finder and also helping out others was he want, he wants to have his eyes open to people's needs, not his eyes open to his own wants and needs. Like Man, that's, that's powerful stuff, isn't it? The name of that book is This is the Day by Tim Tebow. And it kind of gives us a new perspective on things. And when we focus on our own problems, we tend to have more problems. When we focus on helping others with their problems, we, we, we quickly forget about the problems we have. We do. You know, The uh, I mentioned about slipping a disc, slipping on toilet water, carrying that dang toilet. Well, the next day, I had a speech for 500 and something uh, grade school kids. And I mean, I did not sleep well. My chiropractor was out of town. You know, things kept compounding, right? I found more and more things to be upset about. I got up the next day, very, very sluggish, to be honest with you. But I went, and once I got in front of those kids, once I strapped that microphone on, I quickly, I instantly forgot about all the problems I was having. Now did they go away? Yeah, for that time. Why? Because I was serving others. I was putting the kids first. I was putting the message first. I was empowering them to believe in themselves, to be heroes, qualities of a champion, to stand out in a crowd, to stand up for others. Yeah, and it was great. Oh, my gosh, the energy and excitement in the room and then praising the teachers for all the hard work they do. To help raise 26, 28, 30 kids in a classroom. Reminding them they're special. They've got a gift. Just helping others. So for that 45 minutes I was on stage. Empowering all these kids and teachers and staff members. I forgot about all my problems. Now it's over. The adrenaline rush goes down. (laughs) I take off the microphone. I get back to thinking what's my next appointment. What I got going on later in the day. What uh, next uh, I guess appointment I got to rush to. Bang! Started feeling that slip disc, and I started feeling my knees were aching, and my shoulder I was like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, what's going on here?" <laughs> All those things came back because now I started focusing on me again. It's crazy, it's absolutely crazy, but you know it's true. All of us have experienced something like that. There's another story for you to share or to reflect on. All right. So anyway, moving on. I keep getting sidetracked here. Uh, have an attitude of gratitude. And, and, and think about this. It means that – I'm getting all tongue-tied here a little bit. When you think about you know things that are, that are good in your life, you know, lovely, admirable, you know, things that are excellent, things that are praiseworthy, the fact that your kids may, are healthy, hopefully. Yeah. The fact that you live in a free country – And our country's got problems. But comparing to most countries, we we got it pretty darn good here. But if you focus on the negative, for I like to call it constantly negative network, that's terrible stuff for most news media channels. It's horrible. They'll make you think that that the world's ending. It's not that bad. There are bad things, yes. But focus on the positive. Focus on what you have. Or maybe go on a mission trip and see how other countries are. Ooh. Yeah, that'll open your eyes. You'll quickly become a good finder. You'll quickly have an attitude of gratitude because you'll quickly realize how good you do have it. So kind of think about this when you wake up in the morning. When you first wake up, plant the positive seeds, the seeds of an attitude of gratitude. Think about five things. And, if, and you should be able to come up with five, but if, if not, maybe five's too much, come up with three. Three things and then work the five, and I bet you'll get the 10 without even knowing it, things you have to be grateful for. So here in the Midwest, it's you know November, it's getting cold out, right? So you gotta make sure those heaters are working. You wake up and it's a little chilly, but it's not freezing. Your heat's working. Yeah. Maybe it was snowing or sleeting or raining outside. Well, there's no leaks in your house. So your your roof's doing a pretty good job, right? Yeah. You're able to wake up. That's a good start to the day, right? Yeah. You know, blessing. First blessing of the day, you opened your two eyes. That's that's a good blessing. You go in the shower, well, the hot water heater's working, you got hot water. (laughs) That's good news. You go in your pantry, you got some food in there. Open up the refrigerator. Now, you might be out of milk and eggs, the essentials that you need, right? But you've got food in there. You go out to your car, all all four tires are inflated. That's a good sign. And uh, think about if you went out there before and you got a flat tire, that's that's not a good way to start the day. Yeah, you got to start your car, it starts up. Man, some good things just keep happening here, baby. And, of course, in the midst of that, you're going to run into things that are going to try and hijack your day. Some jerk in traffic or maybe you get into a fender bender. Maybe you're out of gas. You're running late. Those things are going to happen. But when you focus on having an attitude of gratitude and you focus on finding things that are good, I promise you're going to find more. You are. And here's the great example I've been teasing you with for the longest time Here. And thank you for your patience, kind of trying to build it up to this climactic event. And a lot of you, I'm going to grab a drink here, but a lot of you have probably heard this before, or at least um, uh, maybe you've been to a conference or heard it on another podcast. I know I've talked about it on this this show. I don't remember what episode, but it's a little test. Now, if you're driving in your car, don't close your eyes when I tell you to close your eyes. However, if you're sitting to uh, listen to this at work, please do this. It kind of brings out the whole point of this message. But if you're driving along, don't don't close your eyes, okay? I want you to do this. I want you to look around the room or look around wherever you're at. If you're driving along, just kind of look around. And I want you to look for everything that's red. Quick, look around. Everything that's red. Take it all in. Good. Now, close your eyes. And once again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes, of course. Close your eyes. While your eyes are closed, I want you to keep them closed, and I want you to think about everything you saw that was blue. You're like, well, dude, what are you talking about? You just told me to look for red. How can I focus on blue? Uh, I I can't. I don't remember what the blue was. You told me to focus on red. Okay. Focus on red. How many red things do you see? You're going to point out countless red things. When I ask you to look for the or to, to uh, remember all the b- things you saw that were blue, you had a tough time. Why? Because your mind was focused on red, it was not focused on blue. So, the moral of the story is when you focus on negativity, what are you going to find? More negativity. You're going to block out all the positivity because you're not focusing on it. I know it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. But that's how the mind works. The mind works extremely hard to do what you tell it to do. You can tell it to look for the good or look for the bad. It depends on what you want to see. Now, once again, just because you look for the good doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. They are. That's just life. Get used to it. doesn't mean we have to accept it. We have to accept that man. sometimes those things happen. But it doesn't have to become our destiny. It doesn't have to become our day. It doesn't have to become our reality. It is what it is. You look for the red, you're going to find the red. You look for the blue, you're going to find the blue. That doesn't mean some red's not going to pop in there. That doesn't mean when I said, well, how many blue things did you see, you couldn't remember one or two, but you weren't focused on it. So it made it much more difficult. Just like if you're not focused on the positive, it's going to be much more difficult to find the positive. There's a part of your brain, I don't to really get too technical, but I've talked about it many times before. And to be honest with you, up until I started <laughs> listening to audio books, attending conferences and reading, which is only about seven years ago and i always tell people the reason i didn't read before is because i didn't know I, I i didn't know i could didn't know i knew how to read i know that sounds crazy but shoot i hadn't read a book i don't even think i read a book in college and i'm one of those guys uh <laughs> in high school i always say that um i made the top half of the graduating class possible because i wasn't in it <laughs> i was pushing everybody else up yeah in college it took me uh what did it take me 10 years to get a two-year degree and two years to get a four-year degree figure that one out whoa so anyway i hadn't read a book in years and the folks i was surrounding myself with nothing wrong with them but they didn't read they didn't self-educate they didn't go to different conferences it was just who i was and you are who you surround yourself with you surround yourself with negative people you're going to find more than negative right Surround yourself with people that look for the red you're going to find the red you find yourself people surround yourself with looking for the blue you're going to find the blue right yeah i posted something recently it said uh um or hang, uh, what did it say? Now tongue-tied. Oh, hang around with winners. The conversation is much different. Yeah. Winners are always, and successful people are always focused on what they can do, not only to help out others, but to help themselves become better. And the better you are, the better they are, the more they can contribute and help out others. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, everybody's only self-seeking. It's kind of what is John Maxwell always says, the bad thing about getting involved in the rat race is even if you win the rat race, what does that make you? Makes you the biggest rat. Is that what you want to be? No. I thought when I heard that, I was like, bang, there's a right oak reality. No, nobody wants to be a rat. And do your best to stay out of the rat race. It's easy to get in it, man. I know for years I was in the rat race. But all I was doing was trying to out, uh, out rat other rats. You're better than that, as so Rocky says. You're better than that. And you are. But you gotta make the right choices. Is it easy? Yeah, it's easy. But what? What's easy to do is also easy what? Not to do. I know, it seems so unfair. But that's, that's how it is. That is how it is. Surround yourself with the right people. They're going to lift you up. They're going to help you up. They're going to be heroes for you, and then you can be heroes in ter- uh, return for them. But back to the good finders. Some days and sometimes it is not easy. Man, it can be very, very difficult. It really can. Maybe you've got a person at work it's just every time you go in there, you just, oh, my gosh, this person gets on my nerves. They get under my skin. It's hard to find something good about that person. What I always try and turn to is just be grateful. Just be thankful that you're not them. You're not like them. And maybe they're not really a bad person. Maybe, they, well, not maybe. I'm sure they're fighting battles we know nothing about. That doesn't, once again, condone their actions. But it does remind you, count my blessings. I'm not, I don't have to live with that person. And if you're living with a person that's like that, do your best to help change them. Help replant the the mental garden. Dig up those negative weeds of negativity in their mental garden. Get that garbage out of there. And if they're not willing to change, you can't let them bring you down as well. You've got a life to live. Find the good. And the good could be that you need to find somebody else to be around. Oftentimes, we get so comfortable with the devil we know we become more fearful of the devil, we don't. What that means is we become complacent. You say, well, it's bad, but it could be worse. Yeah, it could always be worse. But guess what? It could also be much better. But you gotta be willing to take that chance. You gotta be willing to believe in yourself. You gotta look for the good, you gotta have an attitude of gratitude. And say, you know what, it may not work out, but gosh darn, it could work out much, much better than I ever thought. That's having an attitude of gratitude. That's having a positive mental attitude. That's planting the right seeds in your mental garden. All those little things. And the unfortunate thing is I, I run into people every day and they'll say, man, I love your podcast. I listen to it. I've been listening to it for years now. I, I love your video blogs. But I got to tell you, I tried some of that stuff and it just doesn't work for me. I said, okay, well, how, how long have you been consistently trying it? Well, you know, I, just when things get really bad, then I try it. Well, Zig Ziglar says, when, when you're reaching for straws, when you're at the very bottom and you got no hope left, who knows what the heck you're going to grab onto, right? You're just grabbing on anything to survive. Now, by listening to this podcast and our video blogs, that's going to give you the inspiration and motivation you need, but don't wait until the tank is empty to fill it up consistently day in and day out. PC, and we hear PC today and we all think of political correctness, that's not the PC I'm talking about. I'm talking about persistent consistency. Be consistent every single day with small little actionable steps, but be persistent, especially on days when don't think when I get tongue tied when things don't go right or don't go the way you want. So persistent consistency that needs to be your new PC, not this political correct nonsense. I'm not saying go out and be disrespectful and rude, but. Get get that, that's out of here. We've gone so far in today's culture with this political correctness and everybody's offended and blah, I, I whatever. You should be offended by yourself and your own actions of not doing the best you can do. And I say that, it's a right hook of reality, man. But oftentimes we blame our problems on somebody else and the problems are right there staring us in the face. Bang, another right hook of reality. I'm hammering them today, folks. But in order to live your best kick in life, you have to be 100% responsible for you. I tell the kids at the academy all the time, you do your best, you'll become your best. If you don't, you won't. It's as simple as that. Yeah, now it sounds easy. And what I talk about is attitude and effort. You put forth your very best, uh, you have your very best attitude that you're going to do your best. And then you follow it up with your very best effort. You are going to get better. That's all there is to it. And if you don't, you won't. But every single day, Persistent consistency. Is it easy? Yeah. But it's also easy not to do, right? Yeah. Like getting up in the morning, going to the gym. Kind of fell off the wagon a little bit there. Going to the gym. Start sleeping a little later than I should. Why? Because I started staying up a little later than I should. Bad choice. (laughs) Bad choice lead to bad results, right? Yeah. Of course, staying up a little later, sleeping a little later, I'm running behind, adds to the frustration. And that's probably what led to, you know, uh, the, the, the toilet thing breaking. I don't know, like if I had a little more patience because I had a little more sleep, would it have still happened? I don't know, maybe. But maybe I had a little more patience and I wouldn't have got so frustrated so quick. Choices, they add up, right? Yeah, persistent consistency. It's tough to do. But you know the little things you do are going to pay remarkable dividends. And Jim Roman always says, we're going we're to suffer two types of pain. The pain of discipline, which weighs ounces, discipline yourself to do the things you know you need to do, or we're going to suffer the pain of regret, which weighs tons, tons. What's the number one thing people say uh, on their deathbed or when they're, you know, closing in on the end of their life? They don't ever say they regret not having more time at work or regret, um, um, uh, regret spending that extra time with their kids I got a little sidetracked there, sorry folks No, the things they regret is Not spending more time with their kids The things they regret are Spending too much time on meaningless little things Somebody that cut them off in traffic Somebody that was rude to them Someone that gave them a dirty review Somebody that said something mean on social media Spending time on that is taken away from time That you could be spending on Being a good finder, finding the good things Having an attitude of gratitude Surrounding yourself with folks that make you feel better yeah, regret, man. It weighs tons. Tons. Discipline, ounces. Discipline yourself to have an attitude of gratitude. Discipline yourself to be a good finder, to look for things that are good in your life, that are going to make you feel better. And discipline yourself to hang around with people that make you feel better, that help you become a better person. I promise. I promise. Man, the payoff is is, is, is unbelievable. But you got to be persistent. You got to be consistent with it. Not just when you need it or when you think you need it or when the tank is empty, every single day, little by little, by little, by little. Inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the mile is going to take a while. You like that? (laughs) Good stuff. And same thing with fitness and nutrition. You know, if you've spent the last 20 years of maybe not exercising and eating properly, you're not going to be able to take that stuff off in, 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 in 20 days. You're going to see a change in 20 days, but it's going to take a little bit of time. But know in the end, it will never take the 20 years it took to get you in the shape you're in right now. It's going to take a little time, but you got to be consistent with it day in and day out. So today's episode was all about positive mental attitude, self-discipline, and self-respect. It's part two, but today's message, attitude of gratitude and being a good finder. Good. So your homework, what is that? Your homework is when you wake up in the morning, instantly program that thought, what good is happening in my life right now? Regardless if you wake up and you're late, you've hit the snooze button five times, your kids are uh, running late, they're yelling because there's no milk for their cereal, whatever. Count the blessings. And when you count the blessings, you're going to find more things to be grateful for. Yeah, that's a good, being a good finder. And it's going to turn into that attitude of gratitude. You're going to be grateful for what you do have, not what you do not have. Do it but do it consistently. Is it easy for me? Well, it's much easier because I'm on the air talking about it and I don't want to be a hypocrite. So I've got to work harder at it, but that's a good thing. The harder I work at it, the better I get. The better I get, the more I share with you. And when I mess up, when I screw up, I'm going to tell you, Ugh, I wasn't looking for the good when I got frustrated at my daughter. No, those things happen. But with me sharing it with you, maybe you can do a little better job than I did and think about it. Find the good before you make a poor choice. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Gosh darn. Well, folks, uh, I always like to remind people, especially our martial arts friends, if you're in or somebody looking for a martial arts academy, if you're in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon, or surrounding areas, come see us at Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. First class, completely free. And then after that, we got two weeks for 25 bucks, Just a way to jump in there and see what the program's all about. And uh, we're not for everybody. I hate to say that, but they ask the honest, goodness, truth, we're for people that want their kids to learn the value of earning their stripes, earning their belts, and earning that self-respect from doing their very, very best. Yeah, we never evaluate on talent or athletic ability. It's all on attitude and effort. Kids put their shoes side by side. They're respectful to their moms and dads. They say yes, sir, no, sir. And they're most, most importantly respectful of themselves. And if they're not, then they don't get their belts and they don't get their stripes. Some people will come in and they want uh, the the belt or we, we don't do tournaments, but uh, the trophy immediately. I'm not a believer and everybody gets a trophy. I'm a believer and you earn it. We stand for the pledge of allegiance, why to show respect for the country we live in and for all the veterans that have created the the the, the you know the United States of America, the free country we live in. My dad's a veteran, a Vietnam vet, and we've got countless families at the studio that are uh, currently serving or have served before. So it's all about uh, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, our core values. And I always give a shout out to Century Martial Arts for what they do to help the martial arts community. It's fantastic, folks. If you're in a martial arts community, you need martial arts equipment, go to Century Martial Arts. All right. Wow. What a show. Well, thanks for hanging around to the end. As I mentioned before, if you really liked what you heard here, give us a little shout out. We love those five-star reviews. Why? Because it helps educate others who are looking for good motivational podcasts on on a good, uh, good, uh, <laughs> a good way to spend their time. That's what I'm trying to say. Holy cow. I used to edit shows when I would goof up like that, get tongue-tied. I leave it in now. It's transparent, it's real It's just being who I am, but it's being real Uh, Check out previous episodes Got 100, and this is number 180 180, wow, that's unbelievable But uh, we're going to keep rolling along here, folks But share it with somebody you know could benefit Because it's going to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live All right, folks, I love you God loves you Please, share that love with the world Please, share that love with yourself Be a good finder Have an attitude of gratitude I promise it's going to help your life. It's going to help you live your best kick in life. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye.